0: blog Talk Radio.
1: All
0: right, welcome everyone. This is The Roman Show for May 10th. Today we welcome WSOF President Ray Seffel, who talks about the World Series of Fighting and their upcoming fight cards and a whole lot more. This plus much more on The Roman Show.
2: Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're you're ready. Five seconds to the open.
0: Watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off
1: in the face. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. Go. We're going fly. guidance. Go. Surgeon.
0: Go fighting. Go. We're, go fly. GMC. We're go. going to G and C. We're going telling go. control. F A O. We are gone. Network. Go.
1: Govern. Go. Cupcom. Go. Go. We're going to flight. Launch control this is Houston. We are going to launch.
2: Uh, the Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome
0: everyone, this is The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside my co-host, Mr. George Dashing Alonzo.
2: No, 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 no. Don't make me sick my guard dog on you that I brought for the crazy lady standing in front of our studio, and my assistant that's here with us now. If you're gonna say my name, say right. It's like this. It's Dashing George Alonso, voted number one face by all the women of Blog Talk Radio.
0: Alright, sure. By the way, yes, yeah, you hear the dog barking in the background.
2: That's my guard dog. Leave her alone.
0: Yeah, we're, 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 we're live right now. She pre-recorded. to recorded That's
2: Wolfie.
0: Wolf, that's actually champ.
2: That's Wolfie. That's my uh, guard dog. You see all those crazy girls outside of her
0: studio? They, they love you, huh? They love to get the ride of the train.
2: Absolutely not, Wolfie. Calm down. They're they're okay. They're just asking for my autograph.
0: Y- you're serious about this stuff.
2: You really believe it, don't you? Assistant, why aren't you out there uh, putting stamps on these girls' uh, on these girls' papers? You have my my signature right there with a stamp. Like, I don't have to sign anything. Go go outside.
0: Let's get something serious here, George. You've been calling a certain someone here for some several weeks now. I want to talk about that before we move into. Reality check. But I really want to talk to you because you've been calling this certain individual, calling him out because he's been a keyboard warrior and he has not stood up to your challenge. What's going on?
2: Okay, well basically, Mr. Roman, as you know, you you and I have been sitting side by side for, for many, many weeks. As a matter of fact, this has gone over a little bit over a month. OK, and uh, it, it all started with a status saying uh, for all those people who, you know, said this is th- it was wrong or whatever. Oh, where's your bitching now? Or uh, you guys look like bitches now for for saying this and so forth and so on. Well, you know what? I've called him out since that day. Since that day, Mr. Roman, he knows who he is. I know he's a listener of this show. I gave him more than four weeks to call in. Last week, I made a challenge to him saying that if this week he didn't call in, then guess what? He would be the official bitch. So uh, pardon my language. This has nothing to do with the Roman show. This is on me, okay? So can I get a drum roll assistant, please? Sir, you are officially the bitch
0: (laughs) so you're calling this gentleman a
2: bitch a you know he has the cojones apparently to call other people bitches for their opinion but he has no cojones for to stand up against his own opinion so who's truly the bitch
0: those are strong words
2: man are you sure you want to really stick to that there I'm very 100% sure the guy could find me at an NXT show wearing his Hulk Hogan uh, t-shirt and mustache with all his Hulk Hogan figurines. I could care less. I could run circles around that guy. Maybe I'll do him a favor. He'll lose 10 pounds.
0: Well, before you beat him up and give him some bruises, I will like to say that this certain individual, I want to pitch him from the get-go before George lays a smackdown. I want to invite him to take Athlon rub. Because Athlon Rub is going to cure him of all the pains after you do what you have to do. Athlan Rub is an all-natural sport. Rub brings a martial arts time tested Thai oil to all serious athletes. Made in the United States of America from an FDA and GMP certified facility. Athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for Thai oil to aid in their warm-up training and recovery. Warm better, train harder, recovery faster. Visit Rub com for more information and now starts reality check.
2: And now it's time to give you a, time to give you a reality, reality, check. reality
0: check. Well, George, we've heard the news. There's a lot of uh, many individuals were released from the WWE. Uh, there's a long list here. From starting off from Santino Marella. Damien Sandow, uh, who do you got? El Torito, King Barrett, Hornswoggle, and so much more. Uh, if you really look at the list and you want to really point out some of the folks here, some of the guys that, and girls that uh, really could leave a mark, I mean, Sandow is the first one that comes to my head.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as a matter of fact, Sandow made his career known uh, when he was able to conduct uh, this uh, recent gimmick of the Hulk Hogan and Macho Mandel, uh tag team alongside, uh, you know, Curtis Axel uh, that we now see in the social ne- uh, outcast. Personally, I think that was going to be a amazing gimmick. I-, I loved it. It was paying homage to the legends, you know, uh, you know, for the Macho Mandal which uh, was Damien Sandow. Obviously, you know, Macho Man wasn't around because a- a- he... Did that gimmick after the passing of the late great Macho Man? But the fact is, is that we were able to remember such great athletes like the Macho Man through damien Sandow, and on top and Curtis. And on top of that, damien to me, I felt like he looked the part. I feel like he actually looked like the Macho Man. How many times have we seen in the pro wrestling industry people copy the Macho Man? Jay Lito, for instance. Uh, Jaylito, yes, black machismo was an amazing character. I'm not going to say, hey, he sucked because he didn't. But when you compare the two as far as looks is concerned and charisma and on top of that character and on top of that wrestling skills, all that put together, you have to give it to Damian Sandow. So that was kind of a big loss for the WWE. Yeah, I think so too.
0: And uh, another individual, well, Keen Barrett, he had gone on and said that he was leaving and going to explore other options. Another guy who had been with the E for a long time, Santino Marella. He's also out. In fact, uh, Mick Foley posted a uh, social media tweet on his uh, his response to the release of Santino Marella, thanking him for what he has accomplished, especially in that Royal Rumble match where Mister Sacco and the Cobra made a uh, had a had a match at the Royal
2: Rumble. Yep. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I remember that. That was a great, great segment on the Royal Rumble. As a matter of fact, one of the most entertaining entertaining segments in a long time. With two characters who were least likely to win the Royal Rumble, they gave us a Royal Rumble moment to always remember.
0: Now, this man has not been released yet, but we did find out that he had asked to be, re- be removed for the meantime from TV, and the WWE indefinitely removed. And we're talking about Ryback. Who is not in good terms with the E, as he is in the works of working out some details in the contract and see what we'll get what he wants to get. But he posted a blog soon after the announcement was made that he will no longer be part of uh, WWE TV. Now many people have questioned. Some have approved. Some are with them. Some are against it. What are your thoughts on it, especially with the whole thing about the money and the merchandise and so much more?
2: This is a very touchy subject, Mr. Roman. Very touchy because this can make or break your relationship in the wrestling world. Because some people believe in it, some people don't. But listen, I'm going to send this out to the world of wrestling. My opinion is only my opinion. I'm respecting yours. Please respect mine. That's all I'm saying. So before you go out there bashing me for what I'm saying, just respect my opinion because you don't see me bashing yours uh, ...for, you know, bashing you for yours. That's all I'm saying. Uh, now, okay, back to the point at hand. Uh, the the fact is is that... ...Ryback was asking for equal pay... ...no matter if you lost or you won... ...you know, in the WWE. I could understand where he's coming from... ...because it does suck. Like, it, imagine that. You know, you're losing a match... ...and you lost, let's say, five grand... ...comparing to the winner... Where the winner gained ten grand. Yes, I I agree with that. In that case, things should be equal because like you're both making the match. It's not just one person. It's both people making the match. So obviously, you can't go out there and wrestle by yourself. You know, you're not wrestling a ghost. That would look horrible on TV. It would look horrible for the business. But the point is, is that he wasn't wrestling by himself. He wasn't wrestling by himself. He was wrestling with an opponent, and that person does deserve a- equal pay. Now, as far as the push is concerned, as the push is concerned, I feel like, as a matter of fact, Tommy Dreamer hit it well when he tweeted this. He said that, look, is, you have to look at it from a business point of view. You can't look at it as saying, hey, you know, you are a great person, you're a great person, you're a great wrestler, you're a great heel, you're a great face, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can't look at it that way. You have to look at it as who is the, the company benefiting more out of.
0: At the same time, though, this kind of reminds me a little of CM Punkish. Uh, the only thing is that CM Punkish he went on live TV and said this stuff. Ryback right took a step back and went on the Internet but do you think eventually things will change when it comes to money um, in the locker room and as far as the way they are treated? I mean, this is not the first time we hear it.
2: Well, as long as he's not asking for ice cream bars. But anyway, uh, the the point is, is this. We are seeing change. Obviously, you see less veterans on WWE TV, a lot less veterans like the Canes, uh, the big shows. Uh, Triple H. You don't see any of them anymore. It's a bunch of new faces. When you do a ratio, you see a whole bunch of new faces compared to the older ratio. Okay. Before we would always see constantly Rock and Stone Cold main event, you know Monday Night Raw. Now look who's main eventing uh, this you know Monday, Big Cass and Chris Jericho. Come on, who would have thought? Now now here's the thing. Who can the company benefit from? Okay, how are you going to push a guy who's number 10 in the t-shirt sales comparing to your number one? And the number 10 guy is asking to be pushed as number one. Does that seem like a logic business maneuver? No. So that's why I'm saying like in a business point of view, you have to look at it as that. You have to say, hey, what, ca- who can the company benefit from?
0: Money talks at the end of the day. Exactly. Moving forward, Stephanie McMahon was approached actually by TMZ and they asked her her thoughts on China being inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. And she said that surely she will be inducted. The question is when. Now, of course, many individuals have gone on the net, including one, one man, Vince Russo, who said it's pretty shameful that the WWE is now considering her to be part of the WWE. When, when she was alive, when she was on Earth, no one gave a damn, basically. So now, at last, China, who rightfully deserves to be in the Hall of
2: Fame, is finally getting her dues, but unfortunately it took a death to do so. Here, here's the thing, though, Mr. Roman. Since China's death, it's been met with more negativity than positive, and that's a shame. Look, there's nothing that we can do to, that, that could change what happened. Yes, it, it does sound... You know, like a bunch of hypocrites now that she passed away, I'll grant you that. But you know what? What happened, happened. Are you going to change it? No. Can they change it? No. They're the ones that are going to be living with the rest of their lives with the guilt of what they could have done when she was alive. Now they got to live with that. You don't have to add more wood to the fire that's already burning up like a wildfire. Because I'm pretty sure they have a conscience. You, you, we've seen Triple H have a, and Stephanie have huge consciences for, for the kids you know, that we watch constantly that they you know, pay host to, for the breast cancer survivors, to all this stuff. I'm pretty sure they're feeling something. Ever since China passed on day one, people already were tweeting Stephanie and Triple H, shame on you, F you, I hate you, etc., etc., all due to China's death. Guys, again, they know what they did. Voice your opinion. I'm not going to stop you. But in my opinion, they already know what they did. Stop stirring the pot. Let bygones be bygones. I'm pretty sure they're feeling bad about it. If China does get inducted, I'm happy. And I'm not going to surround that induction with the negativity of saying, oh, why couldn't they do it when she was alive?
0: It happened. It is what it is. Eventually, though, we will... Hopefully very soon see China in the WWE Hall of Fame. Just want to invite everyone to head on over to our YouTube account, youtube.com forward slash AllRoman0201, and visit our website, theromanshow.com, and follow us on Twitter at The Roman Show. Just want to let you guys know that we have that interview with Ricardo Rodriguez, part of The Roman Show as we celebrated the Cinco de Mayo Festival. We talk about him training in India and his return to Triple and much more. Check that out right now on the Roman show. Also, we got an exclusive interview with Trivium the Trivium's lead guitarist right now as we speak. Check that out there. Over two million views on our channel. Check that out. Do not miss a Did you know, George, we have over three hundred interviews already?
2: Over three hundred? Wow. We should celebrate three oh one. We, we should.
0: Maybe we get some PDQ, PDQ uh, sponsorships.
2: Maybe, and maybe you could interview me and ask me how I get these dashing looks. We'll be right back with Ray Seffel, World Series of Fighting President, who talks about the upcoming fight cards and much more. Assistant, make my, my uh, do my nails. Come on, Marlins fans! You don't have to wait for the 2017 All Star Game at Marlins Park to catch All Star Fever. Awesome! Every Saturday is an All-Star Saturday. I like it. Every Saturday home game will feature a bobblehead giveaway of your favorite Marlins All-Stars in franchise history. Charles Johnson, Jeff Conine, Mike Lowell, Al Leiter, Leiter, Dontre Willis, and many more. I do love those guys. Go to Marlins.com today and secure your tickets for All-Star Saturday. Bobbleheads will be available while supplies last. Welcome back,
0: everyone, to The Roman Show. Uh, on the line, it's a pleasure to have once again on The Roman Show the president of the World Series of Fighting, Mr. Ray Seffel. Thank you so very much, Ray, for joining us here on The Roman Show.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Pleasure. You know, before we start, I want I, to I wanna, I wanna uh, kudos. i uh, give you a kudos there because I remember, and I, right now I excuse my mind his name, but I remember um, he was one on one of your recent fight cards, and I remember talking to him, and he said that he had... Seen you in your in your old kickboxing days, and uh, obviously finding an MMA, and he was he, you were a role model to him. And so he sent you a message on Facebook, and he had said that he wanted to be in one of your fight cards. And you responded back, and you got him on the fight card. So, not too many presidents of MMA promotions or promoters <laughs> on social media writing back and say, "Hey, come on over, and we'll have you here in the fight card."
1: Yeah, you know, um, I'm open to anybody um, that. I think deserves that kind of opportunity, and obviously, you know, as uh, as you're climbing the rankings, um, we all deserve an opportunity, and and there are guys who really, you know, work their butt off to to get on that, you know, this kind of platform and um, on NBC and on the Wars of the Fighting platform. So um, when that's possible, it's always uh, rewarding. to be able to provide that kind of opportunity.
0: How how much of of, of these uh, uh, emails, uh, messages on Facebook do you get? Hey, I want to be on your fight card. I want to be in front of your fight card. <laughs> I mean, it must I, be a I, lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny you ask because uh, um, at least every other day I get an email whether it's on Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, my email address uh, in social media, you name it. Uh, it's almost every other day that I get uh, a message or an email asking for an opportunity. And then, you know, obviously i got to do my homework as well. And then i got to be fair to the company um, that there are guys that, you know, they send me a profile and they're like 40 years old, 42 years old and, you know, three and five kind of records. So, you know, that kind of, sort of, you know, I'd I say, listen, they're coming off a, a losing record as well, so my obvious natural response to that would be, try and get some wins, and, and you know, we'll look and see what we can do when we come to your state, or or, or if you're close to the area, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: What has been the weirdest message you received from one of these fighters that that you could recall? I mean, I'm, I'm sure one of them has been pretty <laughs> weird, right?
1: <laughs> uh, no, nothing, nothing weird. I think um, you know, everyone is just Trying to find an opportunity and whatever it is, and, and it's listen. Uh, I gotta give give uh, take my hat off to them because um, they, again, it's almost you know it's back to this. Uh, um, you never know unless you act, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so there are some guys uh, I believe that they know deep down they probably won't get that opportunity just because of their history and and their, where they're at in the career. Um, but they'll give it a go, and so they should. You know what I mean?
0: Now, you mentioned 42, 45-year-olds trying to get on your fight card. Lately, we've been seeing in, in MMA some promotions that are putting some fights that uh, you kind of got you scratching your head. But there are some fighters <laughs> there are in your 50s. Uh, the first thing that I just saw, and actually it was in the World Series of Fighting website, uh, I think it was Ken Shamrock, and, and they had the bash in the they they want to go ahead, you know, do it one more time. But so what what are your thoughts uh, on maybe perhaps having a division uh, of those fighters who are 50 and over? I mean, could this ever exist? And do you think that there's a promotion that's willing to do such a thing?
1: Um, I I don't know if there, I, I mean, in, in my experience in, in mixed martial arts and um, knowing being part of uh, promotions, like with K1, for example, Uh, with the worst of the fighting, with the UFC, with Bellator. um, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, uh, all the other internet promotions don't really promote uh, or look to do a a division uh, in in guys that are over their, uh, over 45 or 50. Because, I mean, let's face, the reality is, who really wants to watch uh, guys? And, And again, you know, there are guys like, myself boss run uh and uh Hanzo and you know a lot of other um guys that are in their forties that continue to train mm-hmm. and continue to get you know be in the gym every day. So I get that. But uh guys who just kind of had two, three years, four years, five years from from the arena from the from the cage, um, and then decide that they wanna give one more run, that's where it's a little bit kind of Um, tough because you know uh, it's a young man's sport whether it's boxing, kickboxing or mixed martial arts it's a young man's sport and 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 again uh, like I said, if if you're in the gym every day and you're 45 years old um, I can see why you still have the hunger because I'm in the gym every day, you know, and, and training and so I can understand that, but I, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta understand the reality is it is a young man's sport, and, and uh, unless you unless you are able to compete at that kind of level, uh, then it's it's tough for any promoter to put that kind of fight on. All
0: right, Mr. Seffel. Obviously, thank you for that. But now let's talk about World Series of Fighting because one thing I like about you guys is you have a pretty much have three fight cards already mentioned. You got June, July. And then you got on the WSOF 32 right after. So you got a stacked right. lineup coming up in the next few months. Starting off with June 17 on Friday, World Series, the fight number 31 with the heavyweight title with Avanoff and uh, and Copeland. I mean, that right there itself, it's a great matchup <laughs> in the main event. And then the number one contender battle with uh, High versus Richie. So what can we expect on this coming card, fight card?
1: Well, yeah, it is a very good card. The the card is very stacked. Um and, you know, Jason High is uh fighting Mike Ritchie there. Uh the winner of the two Who Will Fight, the winner out of um uh, um Justin Gagey defending his title against Ozzy, uh the Gulagov, uh, in September. And you know, on that card as well we feature John Howard, you know, he's been kind of out of the seat for a little bit and uh he makes his uh, debut with uh, Wizards of Fighting um uh June, you know, June seventeenth. Um, and then, I mean, it's such a brilliant coming I mean, stack card. Luis, uh, Luis Palomino versus Shaman Moraes, another, you know, uh, Bon burner there. And without a doubt, those two guys are going to, you know, swing to offenses. Uh, being both two Boston champions and, and both, uh, well, it's Chris Palomino? Yeah, He has uh, way more experience on the, ground, uh, on the ground. But Shaman has proven that he also can be very dangerous. And, um... And then, you know, another young to come, uh, and up-and-coming in Phil Um, he'll be making his debut for Wizards of Fighting that day as well.
0: And, and on that fight, you mentioned Palomino. Obviously, he had some battles with Justin Gaethje for the title, right. the way, title. Because now he's coming back to 145 where he was fighting, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, before he was in the World Series of Fighting. He was featherweight champion. He picked up like a whole bunch of titles and different promotions. Uh, is this the right fit for him?
1: I think 45 is definitely a smart move for him to go to 45. And you know, it's really it's um, it's funny because I never really thought about him outside of being a 55er. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after you know he talked about going to 45, I watched that fight against with uh, Justin Gagey and I realized how much bigger Justin was, uh, at, you know, than than Luis Palomino. So I think 45 is a very smart move. As the same moment of Moraes, um he went down to 35 fought for the title and you you know he realized that he's just not strong enough at 35. So he and he is a big big guy as well. So he's decided to go to um 45 as well. And um his last performance was against Porator who he ended up knocking out in the third round. So,
0: you know, uh, I think these guys are making
1: smart moves in uh, uh, in terms of their career.
0: And another one you got on that fight card is former UFC uh, vet John Howard, powerhouse, good hands.
1: Right, right, exactly. You know, uh, it's, um, you know, it's great to have John on our, on the card and uh, and and on our roster. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he, you know, what he's going to do. Again, I think 10 max out of the UFC, kind of. Uh, Maybe let a fire on his, you know on his backside, and I think he's really gonna come out and, and show the world who what he's really truly made of. Right,
0: and then you got you know the World Series of Fighting 31 in July, and then 32. But then you also got a rematch that's brewing. And last I, I read, you guys were planning this thing out, and it was Josh Hill versus the champ Martin Morales. Uh, this rematch is it gonna happen? Is it in the works? Is it finalized already?
1: Uh, yes it is uh, that um that uh rematch is definitely gonna happen um I just got confirmation from both sides uh today and um we just gotta send out the battle agreements and uh in the in the process of getting signed
0: martin- Morales, i mean he's just an incredible fighter the way that he is he's been defending his title i mean phenomenal guy and 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 I mean, this guy is just one of the best guys you got in, in, in the world series of fighting, uh, Mr. Seppel.
1: Right. I mean, he, he's a, you know he's such a talented kid. Um, he's still young and very talented, and um, I think he's just uh, coming to his own. And, and since being champion, he's been undefeated. And I, and I think um, you know it's going to be very. I mean, he's he's beaten Josh before, but Josh also uh, has gone undefeated since then. Josh is fourteen and one the lead now. And I think that loss kind of uh woke Josh up as well. So uh, you know, um uh both of these guys have de- tasted defeat and I'm sure that they both wanna win and which makes it then makes it for a good fight because uh the last fight was a you know very close fight. Uh but uh Josh uh, is uh really gunning for this title so uh, we'll see. I think we're going to see uh, another uh, fireworks night on that on that main event.
0: And Mister yourself, obviously, we're halfway now through the year, as uh, crazy as it sounds, but uh, you know the World Series of Fighting, what was traveling, any traveling it towards the end of the year, in, in the second half, or maybe earlier on next year? Any traveling the World Series of Fighting is going to visit another country other than the States or Canada? Well, there's, um, you know, uh, still, there's a lot
1: of... Uh, discussions going back and forth uh, for, you know, in Europe. I mean, I've been talking to a couple of friends of mine in, in uh, Switzerland and, and uh, Sweden. Um, there's also some talks about Germany, because you know, is uh, legalized in Germany now, so, uh, and also New Zealand, Australia, you know, so those conversations are going back and forth. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of time. We kind of I think when we first came out, we kind of tried to rush things, and, and I, then the reality is is that uh, it takes time to build certain things, you know. And um, I think uh, you know when, when everything happens for a reason, everything happens at the right time. So if you don't force anything, everything is just kind of you know naturally happen.
0: Well, that's just I want to thank you very much for your time. Look forward to uh, June with WSOF thirty, and then you got WSOF thirty one and thirty two, so you got a stack couple of uh, fight cards there along the way appreciate your time like always and uh, anything else that you'd like to add
1: no just thank you uh thank you guys and thank the fans for all their love and support
0: Well, do thank you very much and stuff i appreciate it
2: ladies and gentlemen listeners all around the world welcome to the showdown
0: Alright, welcome everyone to MMA Showdown. This weekend we were met, well, with some, well, maybe it's this time for both, both of these big guys to maybe perhaps take out the gloves and just go home. Talking about Bigfoot Silva and Andre Alassi, two heavyweights of the UFC, came out very short, especially Bigfoot Silva. It just did not go his way. Under less than, less than 20 seconds, he was TKO'd. Stefan Struve took it home. In fact, he even dedicated that fight to the late Jordan Parsons, which, by the way, Jordan Parsons, he passed away last week. Very unfortunate news. But the good thing is the suspect of the man who allegedly caused this tragic accident is behind bars. So kudos to the police.
2: How can... I have to ask something about that Jordan Parsons incident. How can you live with yourself? How? I I, I want to ask that. How How can you legit? And don't give me this psycho bullshit. You still have a brain. How can you live with yourself?
0: You, you know what's sad? The guy had his license suspended like over five times, and people told
2: him do not drive, and he did it anyways. He he drove. Here here's the saddest part. He. He, co- he had the accident, he kept on driving, the next morning he decides to take it to an auto body shop to get it fixed, for that way no one can find him, mind you, this is his mom's car, the auto body shop says, no, we're not going to do it, because we know what you did, and then decides to take it to a storage unit to hide it. What kind of piece of crap are you? I don't know, but I'm sure that justice will
0: be served. And all I can tell you is that Jordan Parsons, you know, rest your peace, man. Rest in peace. I mean, we all remembered you. We, we all. In fact, I was just looking back, tracing back at some of the videos I've done, and I got to call one of his fights, so I had the honor to do so. But, uh, you know, a lot of love for the family. There is a GoFundMe uh, page set up where you can donate money to cover costs for medical expenses and as well as uh, the, the burial. Uh, so please head on over to the Romanshow.com Facebook link we have there, the GoFundMe page to help our Jordan Parsons. God bless you, my man. But let's go back now. The UFC had a fight night overseas. Arlowski, uh came out very, very short, losing to Alistair Overeem, putting Overeem perhaps close to a heavyweight title shot. And then, as I said, Bigfoot Silva lost in less than 20 seconds to Stefan Struve. Uh, I think Bigfoot Silva should just hang it up. He has just, had, he just not has had... A good past five fights. I mean, it just hasn't been good for the man. I think it's time he hangs it up. There comes a time where, you know, you gotta come to your senses and say that's pretty much it, man. My my time is done.
2: Well, for the record, you know, uh, Bigfoot Silva did have a great career. Um, he had many many big fights. So uh, you, you know, uh, I I would always remember that's Bigfoot cool. Silva because. God, that guy's uh, stand-up game was one of the strongest, you know, when he did get into that octagon. It was very hard to knock him out, plain and simple. But... And, and he was known for being baby, on the Olympics. Yep, you're right. And on top of that, uh then he... Bu- I, I forgot his name again. Wow. Man. The guy that beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, Overeem. Yeah, he defeated Al- Alistair Overeem uh in, in a clean fight, knockout. Uh but ever since if I'm correct, Mr. Roman, please correct me where I'm wrong, ever since the uh the UFC caught up with his uh you know drug issue again, you know, another career was going down the drain and I think yeah, you're right. I think it's now time for Bigfoot Silva to hang up the gloves and and, and be thankful for the great career he did have.
0: Yeah, I mean in, in the past uh, five fights he's only won one and i mean this goes way back to Andre a Ola- he lost to alaska he lost to frank mir he won against Soul back in 2015 of august and then he had a loss to hunt and struve i mean that right there in his tell itself just tells you it's it's time to hang it up i know that the wwe is kind of low on heavyweight fighters but looking at this record in the past five fights actually i'm going to go as far as saying in the past seven fights it has not looked well at all. His biggest highlight was when he fought Alastrov. As he stated, but starting out with King Velasquez, he lost. Then he had a draw with Hunt, and then he lost back to back to Alaski and Mir, and then w- he wins in Seoul, and then back to back against Hunt and Stro and Struve. He loses. I think it's pretty much it, man. Wrap up your gloves.
2: Yeah, I agree. I completely agree.
0: Now, Alaski, under Alaski has had an opportunity to re- redeem himself, and he has. I still I still think that he has maybe perhaps one fight or two fights left in him depending on how it goes. But Orlovsky did lose to Alistair Overeem. Hey, it happened, you know, Alistair Overeem got him with a kick and he followed up with a couple of punches and that was pretty much that's all she wrote. But that's another guy, a future Hall of Famer no doubt.
2: Yeah, another guy, great fights under his belt, you know, or gloves, should I call it, uh, in this case. Uh, great fighter uh has gave us plenty of highlights has given us uh, plenty of fights to remember. Uh, but again, you know, when it's time, it's time. A- and you have to do it the smart way, you know, as many other great UFC fighters did, uh, like the Randy Coutures and the Chuck Liddell's. When they knew that the time was right, they hung up those gloves.
0: You know, and it's funny. That's what, exactly what we talked with Ray Saffo. I'm sure you heard that interview about the, the 45 and over, those type of fighters and what they do. But now I will speak about... The current heavyweight division. And as Fabrice Verdum. Defends his title at last. After fighting. Well the last time was last year in June. So now he puts his title on the line. Against Stipe Mushik. And obviously Stipe has good hands. But so does Fabrice Verdum. But we all know that Verdum takes to the ground. That's pretty much all she wrote. However. I see. This is a stacked card by the way. Every freaking fight in this wow. is just awesome. And this pay-per-view takes place in Brazil this weekend. But. Obviously, the biggest news of it all is that Christine Cyborg Justino makes finally her debut against Leslie Smith in a catchweight fight. I can't wait to see Cyborg inside the octagon for the very first time. And also, you got Uriah Hall, who was the future Anderson Silva, actually fighting Anderson Silva in Brazil. But back to Cyborg. Maybe that dream match between Rousey and Cyborg could maybe happen. Of course, they have to agree in terms of the weight class. But we're finally going to see uh, Cyborg make her debut in the Octagon. She went on also far as saying that the UFC does not want Cyborg in their promotion because they haven't promoted her rightfully as, like compared to a Conor McGregor or a Ronda Rousey.
2: Well, first talking about Cyborg and Leslie Smith the only thing I could say in that case is I feel so bad for Leslie Smith <laughs> that, that's all I could say I, I feel so bad a- and this is not trying to say hey you you know you suck because you have your wins for a reason and you're in this, in the game for a reason and you're in the big time with the UFC for a reason but we're talking about Cyborg here okay one of the most feared female fighters in MMA history so again I feel very bad for Leslie Smith.
0: So oh, do I. She definitely goes in on the favorite. You can check theromanshow.com for more information. We actually have a preview of the upcoming UFC New with 98. Do not miss it. Well, that pretty much wraps up our show today. Thank you very much for tuning in. And, uh, again, follow us on social media. At the Roman Show on Twitter. Also, Roman Show Media on Facebook our fan page, and subscribe to our YouTube account. That's pp.com for R slash rromant one. That being said, we'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on... You haven't been hurt? Yes. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next week.